the light. And now we look. Okay. Ugh. Oh, we'll take this. This is an inflatable boat. You can use that to play around in the water. Here's the tip. We'll use. I'm in the basement and I'm rummaging through things trying to find the camping gear. Hi, I'm Maria and I'm from Missouri. I'm back from college to go on a week-long trip on the Gasconade River in southern Missouri. I'm a bit nervous uh, because I've never actually taken an overnight canoe trip. I'm speaking with my mom and getting all the camping gear from our house to make sure that I'm ready to go. So what we have here is an empty picnic basket and then we have to fill it with the things we want, so... A little pen. I grew up in the middle of the state, but the place that I love the most is in southern Missouri. All my summers I'd spend in the Ozarks with my mother and my grandfather. Here we have the inflatable dinghy. We have a tent. We have the sleeping bag. Okay, now I'm gonna take stuff upstairs. Um, I was looking for the stretches of the river that he recommends and I just can't find it. Okay, we have this box and it says Gasconade River 1970 30 day solo trip kit and map. Daddy always had this green tackle box. It's painted green and he op you opened it up and there was absolutely everything imaginable that you would need to repair your camp stove, repair your lantern, make lures, fix lures, fix the reel on the fishing rods. So the Gasconade River is a very important river to me and my family. When I was little, my grandfather and my mom would always take me out there for day trips. We'd go canoeing, bird watching, or look for morel mushrooms along the trails. This place was my grandfather's. When I was little, he would tell me these stories of his canoe trips that he would take, 17 days on the river, 30 days on the river, while my mom and her sisters were young. And I just had this image of this, you know, woodsman with this big gristled beard smelling like fish and canoeing the rivers. This is a little tool for the little mini camp stove that he took for clearing out the little port, the gas port on it. So cute. Mm -hmm. My grandpa passed away when I was 13 years old. After that, we didn't really go back to the river, and things got busy with school, college, summer internships. I'm going to this river now because I feel like I'm wanting to know who I am more and more, and I'm wanting to come into myself more and more. And a lot of who I am, I feel like, is connected to this river and to the stories that my grandfather told me. Albert Dorr, one tablet three times a day. Is this a, this is great grandpa's pill bottle full of matches? Um, yes, in 1958, that was the year I was born. Oh my God. Um, Missouri Ozark Waterways. This is the quintessential guide for all the rivers in southern Missouri. It notates the important places along the river that could be important sites to see. Spring water is important if you're floating the river. Something to help me on this trip that I bring with me is my grandfather's river log. This is a log that he wrote on each of his trips that he took, and I'm using it as a guide to better understand uh, you know, his experiences so I can better recreate them. He kept a careful log of events on the river of his float trips. So now we're in 71. So in 71, when he did this trip, he put in, and here it is, 529 he put in. That's July 3rd. I always looked up to my grandpa. I want to prove that I'm like him. By taking this canoe trip, I'm trying once again to follow in his footsteps. And my boyfriend has graciously agreed to join me. We're exploring together your heritage. And I'm with you helping, supporting along the, the adventure. Before going to the river, I'm going to stop by my aunt's house. 
I want to speak with her about her experiences with Grandpa on the river. I'm just making noodles for no reason. Lemonade? Yes, please. I gathered stories from you about the experiences that you had when you were little. What were your experiences? We dreaded to hear on a Sunday afternoon, Daddy'd say, kids, get the map roll. And that meant geological maps of the counties and with every little road and driveway. And we'd always get lost. My aunt didn't remember the river as fondly as my mother did. I'm going there to this river because, to me, it kind of represents my heritage. What do you think about that? Is that silly? Is that... No, it's your grandpa's heritage. Your mom raised you in a totally different way than we were raised. You're getting the idealized, the gilded version. So what do you think I'll find by going on this river? You'll meet it on your level. Three miles. Almost missed the turn. Okay, so we're driving along. Um, We just turned off of the main road and we're headed towards the campground. At least five years we camped up here at site number 10. But my favorite site of all for camping is site number 14. So here we are. We're here. Smells like sweet wildflowers and walnuts and the air is thick with this moisture. It rained earlier today and so everything is still kind of wet. And in the background, if you listen closely, you can just hear the river. We got our life vests. Bag of stuff. Okay, do you want me in the front or are you in the back? Can we go back? Okay. And we're at takeoff. Okay, ready? (laughs) Oh, this is so nice. Love it, love it. The water's cool and clear, but when you look deep, it's green. Oh, there's a big fish. It's like a foot long fish. Wow. There are big rocks lining the bottom brown rocks and little white rocks and along the side of the banks there's river grass and then it slopes up and there's small trees in the back there's cedar trees and aspens and sycamores i went down to the river to pray studying about that good old way and who should wear the strawy crown good luck watch out Show me rock 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 rock, rock. Oh, sisters, let's go down. I want to catch let's a fish down. Come with my bare down. hands. Oh, sisters, let's go down, down to the river. Hey, turtle, to turtle, you see the turtle? He splashed. I, I knew it. Down to the river Come to back, little one. And now we're paddling backwards. Into rapids? You're crazy. Stop. Oh, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me. <laughs> oh, brother, you back paddle. Man, I'm getting hungry. You too? Brothers, let's go down, down to the river to pray. He taught me about appreciating the world around me and being observant of the world around me. He was an adventurer, and I'm wanting to become an adventurer. He was an engineer. I'm now studying to be an engineer. He was an environmentalist. 
I would consider myself an environmentalist. His land ethics and the things that he cared about was shaped by his experiences on the Gasconade River. He wanted to get in you know, at first daylight, so we had to get up, eat breakfast, jump in the car, and drive to the, depending on where he was going, a which river. We'd put in, still just at the, just at the break of dawn, he was also a historian. He worked for the State Historical Society. He taught me that history is so important to understanding who we are. Understanding his history, understanding Missouri history, I can better understand myself. Daddy, I remember him being extremely skilled at, at paddling. I mean, he, was, he could hold the fishing pole with one arm and be back paddling with the, other, with the paddle and do it silently because he didn't want to scare the fish. My aunt had a different experience on the river. I'm sure I went on the Gasconade, but I don't remember anything particular about one river or another. Because when we went fishing in the canoes, we had to sit still and keep our feet still or else it would scare the fish. So mostly when you were little, you didn't enjoy? Never. None of it. I don't cherish those old memories. I spent my childhood hiding in my room so he wouldn't think of something for me to do. <laughs> you forgot the spoon? Did I forget the spoons? Uh, really? But I don't know. There is nothing here. I forgot the spoons. Hmm. We have no silverware. Yep, blame on me. <laughs> it seems that I've forgotten a lighter for the stove. It's dark. The cicadas are out. But I'm really hungry, and I can't eat the couscous unless the stove works. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty silly right now. I didn't ask her to use this thing. I don't know how to use it. What? The, the thingy. Stove. You don't know how to use it? You sure? Really? No, I do. I just you give sure you have everything here? Give me a lighter and I'll try it. It's the end of day one. We're about 10 miles into the trip. I may have forgot some things, but, you know, it's still okay. We're still out here. I need spoons anyways. I'm going to go speak to a historian to better understand the Gasconade River and how it fits in with Missouri history. My name is John Bradbury. I'm a historian with the State Historical Society. Uh, I've been working in this area for about 35 years and floating for about that long. He's a local guy in the same town where my grandparents lived. It's so funny. So he went to school with my aunt and was friends with my mom. You know, I remember going down as a kid, like 12 years old, and renting a John boat in a motor. 12 years old, my old man, would he would drop us off and either pick us up that night or the next day. A lot of faith in us, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't have let my kid, knowing what I know now, <laughs> I wouldn't have turned me loose on the river. And what are we looking at right now? These are prehistoric artifacts, uh, projectile points, hafted knives, and there's one bead in there. There's a 10,000 year spread right there. You know, this is all stuff from uh, Gasconade Caves, probably ones above Jerome in that long bluff above Jerome. This area is known for its caves. These are like 10,000 BC. This is like 1,000 AD. Okay, there's no further. They don't even talk about tribes, they talk about ages. You know, historically, it's the Osage. Prior to that, they don't know exactly. And because we just don't know, it's prehistory, you know. But how they're related is anybody's guess. My family's been in Missouri for five generations, and I think we got here after, after the Civil I don't know. 
But what he told me, I remember on one of our walks, was that all the trees in southern Missouri, in the Ozarks, were cut down for firewood or for railroad ties. I remember thinking about, what would this hillside look like if no trees were here? And John Bradbury verified that. Pretty much the first phase of the river. It starts in 1816 when the lumbermen begin to raft lumber down into the Gasconade until the Civil War shuts it down. And after the Civil War, it becomes a tie rafting avenue for railroad ties. Thousands and thousands of ties. That lasts up until about World War One, when the river is changing. People are more interested in recreation, sport fishing on the river. Though what changes the river finally to make the third phase, which your granddad was involved in, private properties block access to the river there. It used to be you could just walk right down to the river, cross the tracks, you're right there. Well, now you, you're in somebody's front yard. So that's changed things a lot. I was seeing the river through a different perspective than my grandfather saw it. But I'm doing everything I can to keep that authenticity of his experience. So I'm not checking my phone. I'm not camping in campsites because that's not what this is about. This is about adventure. My grandfather would canoe so slowly in order to fish. And while I'm not fishing, I am trying to go really slow to observe and to kind of take in everything that he must have seen or understood while he was here. Because he taught me the importance of being observant. We're gliding, wow. Can we stop and read a section of his log? I've got my grandfather's river log here. It was printed in 1971. It's in May. Stopped at Fredericksburg to phone Viv. Viv is my grandmother Vivian. Late in the day, I got three nice smallmouth in a quick succession. Some wind. May 25th. First thing today, we went to Riddle Branch. Found river muddy. Loaded at 2.50 after all the running about. Should have gone to Boiling Spring. Could easily have made it. Boiling Spring is where we spent our first night. Monday, June 7th. Well, I was wrong on the weather. No rain. River down some more, but not as clear as I'd hoped below the springs. It's really cool to go back and to, to see the places that are mentioned in this log, but it's weird that they're not very emotionally, not very poetic like I kind of expected, maybe. Stopped at Bennett Spring for ice cream, water, shower, swim. Shower and swim good. It's so funny. All this journal, it's just talking mostly about fishing. Let's see. The 8th of July. Temperature was 68 degrees. Water temperature, 68 degrees. Only the basics. It would, yeah. His log is, is really just like a, a log. It's kind of like my aunt said. Grandpa was such a good fish catcher on his Gasconade trip, he would trade fish for beer. And I will tell you that he told us and made no bones about it that his trip on the Gasconade was the happiest 19 days of his life, which made us all feel like chopped liver. What do you remember that trip when he was away? Did you remember him planning for it at all? No. No. I was probably oblivious to it. I was awakened by him rubbing my leg, saying, get up, we're going fishing. I mean, we had no notice. We're just like, hey, you, you'll do. Come on, we're going fishing. <laughs> it was horrible. It's just not the picture that I got from my mother. Well, I might have been a little kind. Um, we dreaded it. I dreaded it. It was not fun. We were kind of scared of Grandpa. He was a tough, old, tough guy. He was tough. But if he just needed a weight, he could have put something up there. He really felt that it was important to teach us about 
our earth and to pass along what had been given to him, lessons, awareness, knowledge of the earth. My grandfather's log wasn't what I expected it would be. I guess I kind of expected something poetic and emotional and, I don't know, just alive as I remember him. I'm a little bit sunburned. How about you? What was singing your mom when you were young along the river? Country songs with her guitar. Do, 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 oh. Two hours of pushing broom Two by four square foot and room. Man of means by no means. King of the road. That's all I remember. I can't remember the whole song. Two hours of pushing broom You ready? Ready. Let's go. Another day on the river. I think it's only now just hitting me. Yeah. Yeah. Just the fact that we're several days in to seeing the river and seeing places that were important to my grandfather. There's no one else out here. It's really nice. This river, it's not as well known. It just kind of meanders throughout our state forest near farmland. So it's not as touristic, which is kind of nice. I think that's why my grandfather liked it too. Well, he would remember it as a fishing river rather than uh, a recreational river, you know, where you get a high-powered boat and buzz around and that sort of thing. The point is just be out there messing around the river, you know, and it's low-key and everybody kind of knew one another. And it's just changing because people just don't do that much anymore. You know, hunting and fishing is becoming a thing of the past. So even living memory like your dad had at a Vigasconade is very different these days. We got a motorboat ahead. Well, there's more traffic on it now. The lower part of the Gasconade is a big speedboat area. You, know, you can get those big, fast, you know, double Johnson, you know, whatever horsepower you want. Oh, it smells like gasoline. Yeah. Right? What? Right? Okay, left. Fine. No, I was, I was thinking about the left. You know? I, okay there now? Yeah, it's fine. Well, the plot thickens again. It's 10.30 at night, and we're still working on the fire. The little stove stopped working and the gas was bad, so now we've been trying to cook vegetables for the last... How long has it been? I don't know. An hour and a half. Um, no food for us. The weather got a bit spotty last night. There was a bit of rain. I think there might be a system moving through in the next few days, so I guess we'll see. You have to put your head really down. Really, really down. Oh, no, no, that's too far, that's too far down. I physically can't. No, can't. Maria, just trust me. Just told you, you're looking at your thing. Yeah, I'm looking at my thing. I'm, I'm here to record. The experiences that my mom and my aunt had on the river were a lot different than this. I'm trying to recreate something. But everything about this trip is just, you know, different. I guess I should have brought a fishing pole. Oh, me. See, where are we going? There's nothing there. Oh, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Oh, for a section of it, tomorrow, could we go slow? Because it, like... No, I mean, this is the slowest things I know. I don't want to get bored, either. Okay. 
When my grandfather came canoeing, he'd go so slow. And I wish I could experience that. I, I want to know what it felt like to be with him out here. I want to know what it was like for him. But that's the point. That's, that's why I'm here. It's because it's a calm river. That's why he was here. That's, yeah, I don't know. Okay, it's our fifth day on the river and we're hitting more rough spots. I get stressed out because I've heard bad horror stories. Okay, Maria, it is the simple. It's, uh, I don't understand why people... The river is up and there are trees in the water at every bend. I'm not used to it. The water gets vast and we almost hit trees and I just, I can't. Could we drain the boat? It's now coming all the way up here. Really want to move everything. We hit a rough section. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. No, stay in the middle. Don't stay in the middle of your seat. You're going to make me fall. Okay. Hello, Maria. I'm trying. Oh, <laughs> So the recorder isn't turning on anymore. There's fog inside of the case. So I'll be using my phone from now on to finish documenting the last few days of our trip. Man, I was angry. I was really angry. That the realization that I really don't know what I'm doing out here. So in some ways I'm seeing this river for the first time. Even though I'm kind of claiming this deep, strong connection to it, history to it. I realize I don't really know it. Of wind. I'm thinking us and always going to be worse than that. Worse? Oh, I see here. <sighs> Lightning everywhere. The tent is lifting up off of itself. Oh my god, really? The rainstorm was pretty bad last night. The whole tent was shaking really hard and we had to put stuff in each of the corners, a cooler in one, a, uh, the clothes in another, the pots and pans in another to help hold it down. So now we're waiting for things to dry up so we can head out again. It wasn't too serious, but interesting to have that combined with the falling into the river. We hit a bunch of logs and I fell into the water, screaming and cussing. As I was scared, the recorder was lost. And I guess after that really horrendous moment and <laughs> two hours of sitting on the riverbank. I think what I've gotten to is that I think I've approached this whole project as this river is my grandfather's, this river is my mother's, and I'm trying to understand that heritage and that best worst case scenario of falling in the water, almost losing the recorder. It went from being grandpa's river and my mom's river to being my river. And for that I'm really grateful. Okay, new day, new world, let's go. Oh, the end so soon? At the end, we're gonna go and play in the water in another place and have a picnic. Okay. Right here. Thank, Thank you. you. Just like that. We're back where we started. The sandwich is so good. I love it. We just finished up our trip on the Gasconade. 
Now we're eating a sandwich in the campground where we first started. How did you feel about the, the accident that we had on the trip? We got lodged against the tree and I fell in. It was really funny, so I, I tried I try to paddle, do not eat the trunk and avoid it. And you just decide to do like a little monkey, to climb on it. I was not and trying to get out of the canoe. <laughs> there were these heavy branches and they were slapping me in the face and I was pushing them back, but they had the force that they pushed me back out of the boat. And that's yeah. what happened. Yeah. And that's when I screamed and yelled and I'm sorry for yelling at you. <laughs> People want to know something about where they live and what they're walking around on. That's my take on local history. It's the, it's the history that we ought to be concerned with first. As I say, there are no books on the Gasconade. Nobody has approached what you're talking about. I was trying to understand the history of this river in order to recreate my grandfather's experiences. But what I found is that I don't have to live in the stories. I can build off of them. I can build off of my memories of Grandpa, my family's connections to this river, and I can make something for myself. I wish Daddy had still been alive to see this. He would be... <sighs> he strove to pass on what he knew about this beautiful environment. Knowing that now you are taking this and going further with it, he would feel fulfilled. You know, I think all places can be like this. If we just take the time to understand them, their history, the people who care about them, people who have known them and used them, their stories, every place can have this rich beauty, just like what I've found in the Gasconade. <laughs>